Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Megan. Happy birthday to you. And many more. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I thought it was Collision's birthday and I was confused. <laughs> How's the birthday girl doing? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Somehow 38 is very similar to 37 so far. Yeah. <laughs> is that how you feel too, Jenny? Yeah. Okay. Do you do anything do you do anything special for your birthday? Not really. Went out to breakfast with the parents, just like usual though. Uh and then just did a whole bunch of nothing because I'm allowed to do that. Did you get some good pancakes? What kind of pancakes did you get? I did not get pancakes. I got the breakfast sampler. Because I wanted a little variety. But uh, oh, did you go to did you go to the Waffle House? We went to Bob Evans. My mom prefers Bob Evans. Okay. Uh, so it's, yes, a real Midwestern treat. Um, but yeah, got some some scrambled eggs, which I know are not my big thing. But, you know, they came with some sausage and some biscuit and some home or hash browns. Yeah, not home fries, hash browns. So pff, quite a plate, quite a feast. It's good. That's awesome. That's a good, good way to ring in 38. Yeah, I'm like cholesterol be damned i'm gonna eat this plate of food hell yeah and we're gonna we're gonna celebrate with you franklin county style next weekend yeah yeah with food trucks and uh or a food truck and some margaritas yeah looking forward to it to the food truck and formula one and all the wrestling hell yeah what a weekend yeah looking forward to a whirlwind might even have wine in there too and and, in addition to skinny girl Oh, yeah, Eight. we got to slip that in. <laughs> um, you know, Megan, uh, you know, I might be basic as hell, but I I really enjoy Bob Evans. They don't crisp up their bacon. Jenny doesn't like Bob Evans, so we never get Bob Evans. But when we used to live near Bob Evans, sometimes I would go by myself to Bob Evans. <laughs> nice. And, have, and just have like, like if I had a day off during the week. Sometimes I just walk down to Bob Evans and have myself like a little steak and egg breakfast or, you know. You Hell passed yeah. two better breakfast places on that walk to Bob Evans and yet you would continue to Bob Evans? What? Which one would two? Well, Chocolate Cafe had very good breakfast. That is not on the way. That is the opposite no, direction. Oh, by half a block. <laughs> and, uh, and that other cafe on um, over by the Chipotle. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, Sunnyside, Sunny Street. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I thought that one that had pretty good. I like that place because there was a waiter there who was really, really nice. And he, anytime, like, you were about to get your check and sign the check, he would pull out, like, a whole bunch of uh, colored pens and say, what's your favorite color? Oh, my God. That's fun. <laughs> okay, that that would get me. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, I like I like some Bob Evans, and I haven't had the chance to eat it uh, since we moved here. I I like Bob Evans. I do agree with Jenny, though. I tried to get their bacon; it's not crisp, and so that's why I diverted to Sausage Links, which you know, not my first choice. Other places, I like I like bacon, but Bob Evans fails in that department. But other than that, I like it. I like the casual atmosphere, uh, full of old people when we go on Sunday morning. At like nine yeah. thirty. Okay. <laughs> That's nice. I, I I've even asked for crispy bacon at Bob Evans. Oh, my mom has too, to no avail. She gets very like yep. she's a bacon, like a yes. crispy bacon uh connoisseur, I guess. And uh she just she can't she can't do it anymore. Oh. She stopped trying. She too went to the sausage links. Yeah, your mom and I have had some many conversations about crispy bacon. Yeah, it's weird. I don't many? know why you did that. <laughs> Andy, she's you not many she's conversations not, about Christy Bacon? She's not being hyperbolic. <laughs> they literally somehow every time they come into contact with each other, get on the subject of crispy bacon. It is Jesus. inevitable. Very weird. It's super it's weird. Very <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, well, uh, yeah, so we'll keep you posted on uh, other birthday hijinks. Did you get any good presents? Oh, yeah, did you get a present? Uh, no, but I think I got a Christmas present coming, um, oh. which is expensive enough that I think it's probably a birthday present, too. Uh, my mom, she's bored in retirement and has offered to redo my kitchen for Whoa. Christmas. <laughs> Holy shit, Megan. My, and before we get all fancified, my kitchen is a galley kitchen. It's very small, so there's not gonna. It's not gonna be like a lot of, a lot of cost. She claims, but I'm just like, okay, I guess I don't. I don't need to unwrap things. Like I will take that. Yes, thank you. And I'm pretty yeah. sure she's taking it upon herself to order me a fridge today because oh, she didn't whoa. say she did, but she asked me. Which she showed me a fridge she liked. She said, she asked me to measure my kitchen and asked will it fit where your fridge is and then she said you know you can just donate your fridge and i was like <laughs> okay and so this combination of things and my mom's boredom makes me believe i might be getting a fridge wow <laughs> emma's very excited for your new kitchen thank you emma i am too this is a banner summer for you new new, new van new uh, new fridge yeah but i don't have to pay for the fridge so in that way uh I'm not saying it's better than the van. I'm just saying it's different. <laughs> True. Different, yes. Well, this is a very exciting intro. We yeah. get to talk all about birthday fun. Megan, I believe this is the at least the second time we've recorded on your actual birthday. Because uh, the CM Punk return two years ago was on your birthday. Yes, and I assume that a year ago. I feel like every year it moves forward in the week. Somehow that works that way. So it probably was Saturday last year. Yeah. And guys, I know we don't do pop of the week on the Saturdays or Sundays, but I got a pop of the weekend because it's my birthday. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. And uh, it's not fancy. It's Chandon, but I love it. And I'm just throwing that out there because it's going to make a noise. And I didn't know if you wanted that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to use my thing. My noisy thing. Here we go. Bam. Ooh. That sounds great, Megan. Thank you. Happy birthday. I've to got me. I've just got a Diet Coke. I am gonna I am gonna crack it though. Here at 8 p.m. is a really good idea. <laughs> hey, get oh, caffeinated, because that, that baby's gonna want to drink milk. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have anything. I have to go into the office tomorrow morning, so I, uh, I'm just having some water. This is Jenny's first time back in the office since when? when when's the last? March. Last March? Wow. Yep. Because you, you didn't go. Wow. Yeah, because in April we did like an we did a volunteer event instead of going into the office. So So it's been April, May, June, July. So it's been like five months. Yeah. Wow. Emma's having a lot of feelings about it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, well, at least you have like a thousand Emma pictures on your phone because I assume everybody's going to be like, let's see that baby. <laughs> True. Um, well, you know, it's going to be okay. You're only going to be there for a few hours just in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be back home with Emma. Hugging that baby. Me. Like you care about that, but... Jenny's like, you can go. (laughs) I have Emma. You can go. Well, she has Emma. Megan has her Shandon. And we all have Collision to talk about. Megan, did you watch Collision? I did, of course. I did my job. When did you you watch it? I watched it in pieces, I will admit. Um, I watched like half of it after breakfast and then I went, oh, I did go bike riding with my dad. Oh, and then nice. when I came oh. home. That's right. You got an electric bike at some point too, right? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like last year. So yeah. oh, that's nice. old hat. But uh, yeah, but I did that. And then I came back and I watched the second half. And I thought it was a good show. I don't know if breaking it up helped, but I know it wasn't like last week's show. <laughs> it was, I enjoyed it more than last week's show for sure. Um. But uh, we'll talk about it. I guess we should, like, we don't really do news on the show, but I do feel like we should talk about the fact that... Holy shit, the dumpster fire that is Cash hair. Wheeler. Or no hair. No, it's, it's he's hair. It's hair. He's hair. Yeah. 
The only thing Bald is guilty of is loving his daughter in this business. Yep. And talking about it, like, a lot. (laughs) So, Cash is facing a third-degree felony charge uh, stemming from a road rage incident. Um, This was reported yesterday by the Orlando Sentinel, and it happened on July 27th. He flashed a handgun at another person during a... Well, this is what is alleged. He has... He has... He pled not guilty. Um, So... He flashed a handgun at another person during a road rage incident. A warrant for his arrest was filed the following day. Uh, he pled not guilty through a lawyer on August 3rd and turned himself in on Friday morning to Orlando police. Um, he appeared in court yesterday, or Friday. Uh, he was given a $2,500 bond, ordered to turn in any weapons he owns, and to have no contact with the alleged victim. Whoa. So that's pretty much all that's known about the situation right now. Uh, they did not take his passport, so, and, and they continued to promote the the match for All In. I was gonna say, Collision. yeah, and they and they like promoted a face to face segment between the Bucks and FTR for Dynamite. So I'm guessing he's doing the match. And I don't know, doesn't twenty five hundred dollars seem like pretty low bail bond? Because don't you only have to pay ten percent of that? I don't know. I watched a lot of lawyer shows, and I feel like you only have to pay ten percent to actually get it out, and that, and it's always like multiple. Then what's the what's the point then? I, I think know. that's if you do, um, if you go through bail bondsman, like I think because I don't know, maybe not. I I thought I thought there was a reason, like the bail bondsman could put ten percent down for you, and then they're responsible, and that's why they chase you down if you leave. Huh. But maybe I'm wrong. But but also like twenty five hundred seems like he could come up with that, you know? Yeah, that seems pretty easy. For and, cash, yeah. I, and I, by yeah. saying I watch a lot of lawyer shows, I watched The Good Wife. Okay. <laughs> That's a lawyer show. You watched uh you watched Fairly Legal, right? What's that? Well, it was like one of those USA shows from the boom period of USA dramas. The one with Coyote Ugly. Legal. Remember? What? The one with Coyote Ugly. She was like a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Piper no, that, Parabo. That was covert affairs. Oh, that's so not, not legal. That's a spy. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I watched Fairly Legal. Oh. I think we watched Drop Dead Diva. That was on E. Okay. Or Lifetime. You had to have caught. Like you watched um, She Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, Sarah Shahi is the person in Fairly Legal. She was okay. also on the L Word. I don't know. I don't think I watched that. Okay. I watched Royal Pains. I watched Some Psych, right? Covert Affairs, and I watched Some Psych. Did you watch Necessary Roughness? No. Okay. Did you watch Burn Notice? No, but you you had me watch like the first. Weird. That guy's weird. The guy is oh weird. no, he had like weird energy. Yeah, I mean he's a spy. Well, he wasn't a spy like Cody Ugly was a spy. She was a great spy. <laughs> okay. And then you were out by the time like the like the suits era yeah, started, I didn't right? Yeah. Big USA fan moved over to Bravo though, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say I just moved on to Bravo. <laughs> so let me ask you this, and maybe I've asked you this before, but as a person who you know, had had basic cable and watched a lot of that stuff. Did you ever remember seeing ads for Raw? No. Really? I don't remember. I okay. would have like DVR'd the stuff. So probably fast forward, I would have fast forward yeah, that makes sense. Did you ever see like Big Show on Royal Pains or anything like that? I I wouldn't have known who he was. He's a, he's he's massive. You wouldn't have like been like, oh, that guy's big. I don't I don't think he ever showed up on at least the. Like, I, I feel like I only watched, like, a couple seasons. I didn't watch all of those shows. I think I watched, like, the first or se- and one or two seasons. I bet okay, she fine. had, like, a, a like a meet-cute with John Cena she didn't even realize before she knew who John Cena was watching USA. Maybe, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Well, uh... Who else was in Covert Affairs? Peter Gallagher... Holy shit. 
Those eyebrows, dude. Emma, the... Emma, be quiet, okay? Hey. This is important. Don't you yell at Jenny's child. Exactly, my child. Megan, Oded Fair was on uh, was on Covert Affairs. Ugh. Love him. Yeah. All um, right, let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk. About, okay, you got something else on the USA? Well, I was, uh, no, I was going to ask about cash. Period? I was going to ask about cash. Uh, okay. In addition to the twenty-five hundred. Yeah. The, in addition to the twenty-five hundred being really low, this happened in July, and he's just now like this July is 27th. just. It's well, still. It's like takes a really long time. Plus, it's Florida, guys. Remember that. Remember that it's Florida. They have bigger. I'm surprised issues. you even have laws against, yeah. you know, banishing weapons. Yeah. Or brandishing, not banishing. Yeah. They will not they banish them. They certainly, <laughs> certainly have laws against banishing weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Go to California with that shit. Um, yes. No. I think it's just. Yeah. I think it's just Florida. You know. It sucks. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That's fair. Um. Sorry, Florida. But get it together. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about this collision um, because that's what we're here to do. Uh, we got our cold open promos. Uh, it was from Darby Allen. It was from Bullet Club Gold, The Bang Bang, A Gang. It was from Dalton Castle and Samoa Joe. Um, Jenny? I hate the cold opens. But what about uh, Dalton Castle's little cold open promo? I, liked, I, I like him. I liked his little... His little his little dealio but yeah. in general they just feel weak and like they're not hyping me up okay yeah megan where are you on the cold open promos um, 10 weeks I'm, in? I'm like okay with them i i don't i they don't blow me away but I'm, I'm not annoyed by them but i was so happy to see dalton castle pop up because i did not expect what did you him do? what did you do Stop it. what happened alexa never show me anything like that again <laughs> Uh-oh. Sorry, I don't know that one. Anytime, anytime the uh, Echo Show pops up some like ad or something, Jenny always very forcefully says, "Alexa, never show me anything like that again." And she never knows what Jenny's talking about. <laughs> She's like, "Okay, I'll continue to serve ads to you. Don't worry about it." <laughs> it's so frustrating because I only allow the photo highlights to be in my home content. And I swear, every week they put some new bullshit thing that, like, goes through the home content. So I've got to go into settings every single week and, like, undo whatever new bullshit they put out there. But this this bullshit of sponsored ads wasn't even on there. So I couldn't even make it go away. Wow. And then she acted like she had no idea what I was talking about. When she was playing a stupid ad, I don't want an ad. I just want to see photos of my baby. Yeah. You're holding your baby. Just look down. Yeah, but she's a lot bigger. Now. Out of the cute phase. <laughs> In almost six months. <laughs> she's not even four months. Oh. Well, gross, <laughs> Emma. Get cuter again. <laughs> she's really cute. She's just bigger. All right. So we start out. Samojo's coming down to the ring. He's about to fight a man. Named the Golden Vampire, who had a uh, a yellow bodysuit with a pair of fangs on the front of it. It was ill-fitting. It was oh, ill-fitting. It looked awful. So, gold spandex with a belt is not forgiving. I mean, nothing spandex is forgiving, but it well, was... Well, if you get tight enough spandex, actually, I think it is and like you don't like have separates like it could like suck it all in somehow but I, not gold and not with a belt i was like is this local talent who is gold vampire that is that is and, odd even for wrestling and why are we leaving with this that was my thought too well we were promoted it was promoted as samoa joe in action tonight so he was he was supposed to have a smash him um so yes yeah, so joe gets down there the golden vampire jumps him the golden vampire shoves down the referee at ringside uh runs in the ring shoves joe into the corner hits him with a running knee to the face and then pulls him out and hits him with the gts quickly thereafter unmasking to reveal cm punk boo boo 
I don't know. I kind of thought it was. I thought it was kind of fun. I mean, I was impressed that CM Punk could get Samoa up on his shoulders like that. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Part of me was like, is that Christopher Daniels? Because he used to run around as a uh, curry his... man. Yeah. Like, no, are they doing Christopher that? Daniels isn't allowed on Saturday nights he's, there. He's That's true. Saturday yeah. night is not all right for fighting for Christopher Daniels. That's true. I should so, have known. Punk tells Mojo, uh, I accept a bitch. And uh, we have an official, another official match for All In. Uh, yes. Let's see. Uh, Jay White took on Dalton Castle in the first real match of the evening. Dalton Castle got a very elaborate, like, superstar-type entrance yeah. with, with a, a bunch of extra boys on the ramp, and then just his regular boys came down with him. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was big. He got to talk to the camera a lot as he was coming down. He had, like, a whole story to that camera, and it was extended. He got the second entrance, too. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I don't know, like, he he definitely got, like, he got he was on um, Rampage a few months ago, I feel like. Yeah. And got he got over there. He got over here uh, on Collision. Um, it seemed like maybe they, they might have some plans for him or something. Cause, I, I hope so. I love seeing him. Yeah, yeah bring yeah, it Jenny in. Really, Jenny really enjoys him. I He's great, and I love the boys, too. I, and yeah. I love that they help him. Yes, and they did help him. The bang, the the Bullet Club Gold and the boys sparring around ringside was very entertaining. Yes, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he and Jay, I thought, had a really good match, and uh, Dalton took most of it. Uh, used his 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 amateur wrestling background and his suplexes to to ground Jay White, but but Jay did eventually take him out because he's the one with a, a high profile six man tag at All In and not Dalton Castle. Damn it! <laughs> which, is, which is how the wrestle math works in situations like this. <laughs> but I thought the match was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Uh, we come back from break, and Bullet Club Gold is still in the ring, and uh, Tony Schiavone was abused for the first and not the last time of the evening, as they all just basically used him as a prop to cut their promos. And uh, only Austin Gunn like held his fingers in a gun fashion <laughs> for most of the promo. It was <laughs> sad. He's just in his own world, man. He's just over there being like bang, 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 bang. Like I know that's Juice's thing, but Austin's doing it silently even when nobody's watching. Oh no, I meant that he held Tony's fingers into a oh. gun-like position. Yeah, he does that too. <laughs> So the guns and juice are taking on uh, the elite uh, via the the Kenny and the Bucks configuration of the elite on Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, as a as a little I guess I don't know it's not really a warm up because that's not the configuration mm-hmm. of Bullet Club Gold that's taking on the match at All In but anyway they said it was a warm up <laughs> um, and and they want to warm up now or maybe that's what they meant they wanted to warm up for for Wednesday now. Because then they they ask for any opponent and uh, what you call it the the former Bear Country the Iron Savages come out mm-hmm. with their manager Jacked Jameson mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it, it was the big man. There's something to the big man. The the beard big. Or yeah, they both beard have beards, big, don't they? Beard big is yeah, but beard big is uh, he's beard bigger. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's something to that guy. He seems to have like gotten himself in a little better shape than from when we used to see them as Bear Country. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very strong. He uh, he he's like does, he's good at that like stuff. The spots where you just like catch people when they're trying to do the moves on you. Yep. Um, so he did a lot of that. The guns tried to hit three ten to Yuma on him, and he just like didn't go. And he <laughs> was like, ah, too big. And, <laughs> Um, the other one, smaller beard, big, uh, <laughs> um, had this like drink that he kept drinking from. It's supposed. It was some. They had like a name for it. It was like magical. They called like... it Savage Sauce. Oh God. And uh, and the the thing that's funny about that is they they kind of like cut the nuts off of it right away because he did it at the beginning of the match and they did it at the end and we did it at the end. He I think he drank it and then walked into the three ten to Yuma. <laughs> Yep. Yes, he did. And then got and then Jack Jameson came in and got hit with uh, the the uh, juices finisher because 
you know, that's the guy you beat mm-hmm. uh, out of this trio. Because he, I think he's more the manager than the wrestler. He didn't spend as much time in the ring as anybody else, for sure. No. So I thought this was a little long, but I did. I thought I also, like, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Because, again, I find the guns fun. And when Juice Robinson is mixed in with other people, uh, his out-of-control energy sort of works yes. okay. <laughs> like I totally agree with you. I think that um, I think this is a great fit for him, what he's doing right now. Yeah, I, I really like the um, portrait, the full the, size, the cardboard cutout of cutout. Jay White. Yeah. The um, what is it called? The uh, card card blade or? Yeah, card blade. Yeah. Uh, yes, though it's pretty good. Um, next up, we had uh, a segment that I'm sure Megan very much enjoyed because it was uh, it was House of Black lore. And I was going to text you. I wasn't sure if you were watching or if you had watched already. And all I was going to say was I fucking love House of Black Floor. (laughs) Fucking love Malachi shit. All all kinds of spooky shit. Putting his hand on Anna Jay's shoulder as they solemnly put Billy Gunn's boots into a trash compactor. (laughs) Yep. That, the dramatic shit. Not Anna Jay, sorry. uh, Julia Hart. Oh, okay. I I loved it. Yeah, I was like, either Andy's going to tell me how stupid he thought this was, or he's going to like it. I don't know. I just kind of, I just kind of, my eyes just kind of glaze over when this shit happens. <laughs> um, we did get a video that I liked next, and it's the kind of thing that AEW doesn't do much of. It was Jose the Assistant taking a call from Roosh, and... He said that Roosh asked me to, or he said the boss asked me to document this and record it. And so he's recording the call, and Roosh is pissed because um, LFI, you know, like, I guess, I don't remember what match he's talking about, but because it's been a while since they've been on the air, but he they lost some match, and he's like, yeah, we shouldn't lose that way. It's an embarrassment. And, and then said, he said everybody had to get down to Mexico. So then we get this short vignette of Drillistico and um, Preston Vance <laughs> hanging out in Mexico. They get wasted. Uh, there's a lot of uh, little mask uh, uh, hijinks. And then uh, Jose the Assistant leads a uh, campaign to have a van pull up next to them and put hoods over their head and put them in the van and drive off. And that's said to be continued. And I don't know, I like I, I thought this was great. It was very well produced, but it also was like, isn't this a thing that happens? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I I guess that's why no one on the street gave a shit. <laughs> like nobody yeah. looked with, uh, yeah. the other way. Like, I I thought it was because they were preventing them from drunk driving because <laughs> the car that they had rented was sitting right outside the bar when they were very drunk coming out of it. Oh, but maybe maybe it was a that's some you know talking to Jeff Hardy oh. type situation. That's some like Minority Report like uh, shit though, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a more wholesome take on it for sure. I was mostly just like, you're in Mexico and you're getting kidnapped, but you're supposed to be in Mexico, right? Like, wouldn't you just go to where your boss wanted you to go, or is is there some other shady shit going on? Where Jose's leading you elsewhere, and does this mean that that um, what's his name, Andrade is still their boss? Because I thought they were gonna sort of start splitting off from him, but it seems like maybe now they're going back. Oh, it's fine. But who knows? We're having some chair technical difficulties on the other end. But yes, it was a well-produced segment. It kind of rem- reminded me of the production value of the sunny Joey Janela road trip that I wanted to see more of, but I guess I never will. Um, but yeah. Well, yeah, I was kind of hoping it'd be a sequel to the Sunny Kiss road trip. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, I'm down to see what happens, but yeah, nobody, nobody around them seemed to be shocked by masked men 
jumping out and um, shuffling more masked men, other alternatively masked men, into a van? A daily occurrence. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have Tony Schiavone with Absolute Ricky Starks, and they changed his suspension yep. from 30 days to four weeks, so 28 days. And he said it was half over. So that means that his suspension will be up. I did the math uh, on the day of All Out. Oh, okay. Okay. Because that is two weeks from... <laughs> or I guess it'll be up like the day before All Out. Yeah, he'll have time yeah. to be there, basically. Yes. And uh, he said that uh, he is bringing the chaos and he's managing Big Bill. And then there was a Ricky Starks video package that immediately followed this Ricky Starks promo. The video package was good. It was very stylized. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then uh, Ricky Starks' music played and then Ricky Starks walked out. So it was a lot of Ricky Starks things right in a row. Mm-hmm. And then poor Big Bill had to walk out to Ricky Starks' music. Yeah, that's what happens when you're managed by someone. Uh, and I don't know if I'm saying this, this is accurate, but more important than you. I, I don't know that I've ever seen. I, well, does does Luchasaurus come out to Christian's music? Yes. I don't know. He does. He does. Okay. Um, but I think that's, I mean, that serves the story they're telling with those two, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, so... Uh, Big Bill just ran through this uh, local guy named Derek Neal. And uh, then afterwards, uh, Bill stepped on Derek Neal's hands so that Ricky Starks could whip him with the same belt that he whipped Ricky Steamboat with, which if I remember correctly is actually Ricky Steamboat's belt. Yeah, because he took it from him. Ah. So, at All Out, is it going to be Ricky Starks versus CM Punk in a, like, strap match or something? Ugh. I don't know, but I felt bad for the local talent who had to get hit with the belt for no other reason than that's Ricky's uh, storyline right now is he hits people with belts. So here, here's my ultimate question about All Out, because it is it is coming exactly seven days after All In. Um, we know two matches for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the two matches we know are Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Mira, which is made official later in the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, three of those four people are not, as far as we know, booked on All In. So, what about all the... Hi, Emma. She's okay. She's okay. You don't have to go. Alright. Um, <laughs> this is this is the reality of... <laughs> this, is, this is our reality now, Jenny. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just so bad for listeners. That's okay. Um... Where was I? I'm sorry. Um, three of the four uh, who are booked for All out are not booked for all in oh yeah so so there's all these people who we know are going to have matches at all out because it's a pay-per-view like young bucks ftr presumably cm punk uh uh you know um who else kenny omega hangman page all these all these stars right are we not going to find out their all-out matches until like the dynamite before I think they're going to be some like mix up of all in out matches, and I think the all out is going to be a bomb of a pay per view. Okay. Like, don't you think it's going to be some well, other like configuration of similar, you know? I don't. I don't know, but my but my point is like they're they're not really doing. I mean, we don't know what any of those matches are right now, and we're. Mm-hmm. We're 14 days away. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. It has to be the same feuds. It just, they might have, like, the Bucks might be paired with Kenny instead of Kenny paired with Hangman and... Abushi. Abushi, yeah. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think or, it'll be the same people that are feuding. Or we get, like, the singles matches out of those. Like, we get Kenny versus Takeshita. And, you know, which is, like, kind of been a, a thing they've been building up for a long time. And, and like, and then maybe we do get that punk Starks match with a stipulation, you know? Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. The, just a different configuration. Okay. But, but, okay, that's fine. But my point is they're not even going to like tell us what those matches are until at least. No, it's going to be Wednesday, right? Of a do you think it's going to do their, their record low? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I want that money twice in one week. 
I wonder though if this is one of those situations where Tony Khan has like some really like secretly brilliant idea and it's going to be like a one two punch of amazing pay-per-views because somehow sometimes AEW does that or um like Jenny said it's going to be a really good all in and then a bomb of an all out. I mean, you know, it might be a great show, but that doesn't necessarily mean people are going to buy it. Right. That's true. Yeah. Like, if we weren't doing this podcast, we would not be paying for two pay-per-views in one week. Incredibly unlikely, yes. Yeah. yeah. We would choose the bigger show. Right. Yeah. The one that's actually been promoted. Yeah. Although it took them long enough to get around to that, too. I know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what is your, what are your thoughts on, I mean, cause you know, we, Jenny or Megan and I have talked about this, about how, but what, what's your thoughts on the whole all, all in thing and how it's kind of come together finally? I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm excited to see like the stadium, the, the stadium and how they're setting it up. That's honestly what I'm most excited about. I don't uh-huh. know that there's a specific match that I'm looking like that. I'm like super, super excited for. Mm-hmm. I just, I think I'm more just excited to see the spectacle of it so i hope they spend a lot of time are you kind of like but are you kind of like of our way of thinking that like and and i think most people have this opinion at this point that very clearly this was earmarked for some other platform and that like obviously fell through yes because a point that a lot of people are making are like this card i think it's a good card but it's like it's like it's a rematch of samoa joe and cm punk it's it's a six-man tag of the elite, or, or of you know the elite against uh, you know Jay and Juice and uh, and Takeshita instead of a singles match. It's it's kind of like until a couple weeks ago, it wasn't even Young Bucks versus FTR. It was going to be Young Bucks and Hangman against the Righteous what? and like some configuration of the Righteous and the Dark Order coming together. So it oh, seemed yeah. to me like. It's the this it's, it was a kind of a card where they were thinking like it, we don't have to give away a bunch of dream matches because we this don't is, need to pay we're not asking people to pay fifty dollars for it. We're asking them to pay their monthly HBO Max subscription. And and the people that are were also gonna make a lot of money off of the people purchasing tickets to Wembley. Yeah. That are going there for the event. Yeah, right, yeah. So I don't know. Anyway. And they've already committed to that before we had to put any matches out there. They already sold most of the tickets before they promoted right. the first match for it. Yeah, yeah. Which, and honestly, like, I think there's two ways you can look at that. If you sell, if you sell like 70, 75,000 tickets before you announce a match, I think you could go like, okay, then we're just going to put out like kind of a, a normal show mm-hmm. because these people already bought these tickets. Or you could say, like, this is the biggest show we've ever run. This might be the biggest show we ever run. We should do, we should make this, like, the most memorable show in history. Yeah, and they certainly didn't go there. They certainly didn't go there. (laughs) They should have. I think they should have. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I think they could have if they didn't have a pay-per-view a week after. Like, what was, I don't get the timing of having it within a week. Because I think the idea was, you have this massive platform in HBO Max to promote your pay-per-view the next weekend. Oh. And since you're not asking people to pay for the... Uh Well, in that scenario, you wouldn't be asking them to pay for the show. Right. But if you're the kind of person who's subscribing to HBO Max only to watch this all-in show, you're already buying that pay-per-view the next weekend. Yeah. You're you're committed. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get back to it here. Um... Uh, there was a video package of uh, Sting and Darby Allen invading AR Fox's indie show at his mm-hmm. wrestling school, uh, which was a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it was actually, it was actually Megan when we were recording on Thursday, it was happening, and I, I, I was like seeing footage of it on on my Twitter timeline. I was gonna mention that, but I, I we got sidetracked. Um, I'm kind of glad we didn't because then you got to kind of see it fresh. Yeah, and I loved it because everyone in the audience was just like, yes, like. It's this yeah. angle that's so like violent and mean, but you could tell everybody there was just so hyped to be part of this, like, you know, offshoot event. It just looked yes. fun. I was happy for them. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, they announced this Wednesday on Dynamite it's going to be Derby and Nick Wayne versus uh, AR Fox and Swerve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willow Nightingale 
took on Diamante. Mercedes Martinez came down to interfere, um, and she was counteracted by Chris Statlander, and Willow ended up getting the win over Diamante. She had a really big pounce at ringside, like, knocked her, like, ass over tea kettle. Um, <laughs> Here's so I understand that Tony Khan does not like to book matches where a roster member gets absolutely run over in, like, two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, he likes to reserve that for so-and-so in action matches, right? Yeah. But, and, I, and I also understand that Diamante and Mercedes beat Willow and, and uh, was it, they beat Willow and Stat last week? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they won a tag match last week. So it's not like there was nothing to this. Like, but I still felt, when I was watching the match, I still felt that, like, this is going too long. Willow is up here. Diamante's down here. Nobody's buying any of this. And I, I, I really feel like D, like Willow should have just destroyed her. Yeah, and I don't even, like, dislike Diamante for, like, the, oh, the limited... she's cool. Yeah, the limited yeah. amount I've seen her. But it doesn't seem... It's, like, one of those situations where she's not around on this roster. She, you know, she, they brought her in, and I don't know that it would, like, hurt her standing in ROH, which is her primary place, right? If Willow mm-hmm. just beat her, you know? So... Yeah. Uh, and I also felt bad for them because I think they were both working hard, but the crowd was not impressed. And I'm sure that that's deflating, you know, if you're out there and <laughs> it's quiet as hell. And I just... I kind of felt bad all around for them. But you're right. It did go on really long. Um, so... I, yeah. I for, for a match that couldn't have had any possible other outcome. Yeah, I mean, and I guess <laughs> I didn't really need the Mercedes Martinez, Chris Statlander part of it either. Because it's just like, yeah, we get it. You all hate each other. But, like, Willow and Diamante could have just had a short match and, and Willow could have destroyed her and and moved on. But um, I don't know. I guess they're doing something with this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like the, the destination is still going to be... Willow versus Stat for the title somehow, but I guess we just, we don't know how we're going to get there yet. Nope, they're currently still really good friends, which I like, uh, but obviously that's not going to last. Or maybe they're going to start out having a you know a friendly competition match, but I'm sure it will affect their relationship if when that happens. If when that happens. <laughs> So next up, uh, we had a uh, what I thought was a very good, uh, in, a, in, a ser- in a sequence of very good uh, video packages for this match. We had another good FTR Young Bucks hype video. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, I, I think if nothing else, that is a match that we don't have to worry about whether or not that's going to deliver on Sunday. Unless... One of them. He'll be there. <laughs> I feel like if he wasn't going to be able to make it, they they really hammered that match like multiple yeah. points in this show. And I'm like, if they keep saying this, he has to show up, right? He has to be secure in traveling. And yes, absolutely. Um, next up is Megan's favorite part of the show, as uh, Tony Storm is uh, coming closer and closer to completing her transformation into Greta Garbo. And uh, she was interviewed by Lexi Nair, who she did not recognize from last week. But she did point out that uh, you're new here, but the woman who interviewed me last week was very rude. And, uh, you know, she was just doing her, she was just doing her uh, Tony Storm, whatever this new character is, she was doing her shit. And uh, it's great. Her hair and character are progressing like Malachi's eye was progressing when he first came back for those first few months. Yeah. It's getting getting curlier and higher up. Yeah. I cannot imagine what it's going to look like uh, next Sunday. (laughs) And she's just like clutching her like 20s, like little negligee robe and just like looking just so put out. Ugh, I love her character. And I don't know what she threw at Lexi at the end, but of course she has to throw something. I think it was a shoe again. Okay. It looked like it seemed lighter. And I was like, there's no heel on it, but. That's probably for the best because it did hit Lexi in the head and she she failed to dodge that one this week. 
Megan, tell me about uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and his uh, stern test against Kevin Koo. Oh, um, yeah. So Powerhouse Hobbs has a match. He's quote unquote in action. Um, it's not a total like 30 second smash them. Um, Kevin Koo, uh, maybe I misinterpreted it, but it seemed like the audience knew who he was and were like into him, maybe local talent. But um, he, you know, he put up a valiant effort, I guess. He put up an effort. Uh, Hobbs defeated him. And then after the defeat, um, he picked him up and put him in the game over. And poor Kevin Koo was just, I believe, out at that point. But it didn't matter because the match was over, so no one was going to save him. Um, But yeah, Hobbs was like, check it out, Miro got this got this guy uh and i believe at that point miro popped up on the big screen to cut a promo on hobbs and he talked about um following a book and he said hobbs like i used to follow a book too uh, it's bad and i b- believe he alluded to like being on his own um which i think means his hot wife has has been left behind which is sad and also, I hope not true uh, in real life. But yeah, um, Miro is all for this this match that Hobbs wants. And he says, yes, let's let's do this thing at all in or all out. Sorry, wrong all. Um, so, yeah, it's like officially scheduled, even though I believe that this was pretty much. I mean, we knew this this was coming before this week, but it's it's locked in. All out has two matches and this is one of them this was the the first one i think so yeah that was that segment and There's... then we uh we capped <laughs> off the show with uh with Kristen cage versus darby allen oh my god the hot dad action in this Ugh, i loved it um darby allen obviously the the face the one we like the one who is here to defeat christian because christian's bad christian struts down to the ring with a tnt title belt on his waist obviously luchasaurus trailing him and he just holds that belt up once he gets there i think he kisses it and then holds it up just so everybody knows it's definitely his not luchasaurus's and then he and darby go on to have a, a very good match i thought um christian can go which is wild. At one point, Darby did like unfurl his turtleneck. So it was like around Christian's head to throw him off. I thought that was a good offensive move. I mean, if you've got the turtleneck, use it. Um, And Luchasaurus, of course, at the beginning, Christian whispered something into his ear, presumably like do what you got to do because throughout the match, Luchasaurus would take opportunities when Christian distracted the ref to, you know, put some extra hurt on Darby. And Darby did some wild shit, as he usually does. I feel like he did the coffin drop while Christian was on the apron. And Luchasaurus pulled Christian away. And so Darby just full-on hit his spine on the hardest part of the ring. Which, again, kind of a dumb life choice, but it looked pretty good. (laughs) Um, Darby also tried to coffin drop Luchasaurus on the outside. And Luchasaurus just straight picked him up and then threw him against the barrier. Very fun. Uh... But ultimately, uh, Darby won, which is good. But Christian, this was not a title match. So I guess, and also Christian's not technically the title holder, even though he plays it as he is. So Christian lost, but the title remains within the the Luchasaurus Christian family here. And um, Christian was pissed. So afterwards, he he got Darby... uh, down in like I think he had like an arm lock on him and he demanded that Tony Schiavone who had walked out to talk to Darby after the match he demanded he come over and he put his microphone in Darby's face um or no sorry he'd do the count a count where there's you know it's not a match but Tony was forced to do the one two three on the mat and then uh Christian demanded that he declare him the winner. And so Tony did because he didn't want to get beat up by Luchasaurus, who had threatened to chokeslam him. And uh, he, Tony looked sad about it, but he did it anyway. So Darby was left there um, with Christian. 
playing his music and also holding up the belt once again as if he was the title holder so i love the christian heel energy he is great he is killing it this is my favorite form of him and you know i i guess darby and luchasaurus are gonna fight i don't know that it's gonna be as fun as this yeah um sorry i thank thank you so much for uh covering those last couple segments uh we've got a shrieking baby in this house um yes i enjoyed uh i enjoyed the main event uh it went long it was like it was like 25 minutes or so yeah it was two commercial breaks and i think they started at like the half hour mark like it was i I was like wow they're giving these guys a lot of time collision is the is the long main event show if it's good i'm okay with it you know yeah, and you know, Chris Chris God, Christian's so good for, you know, being like almost fifty. Yeah, he's killing it. Killing it. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed the match. I did up until it ended think maybe we're just gonna get an angle because there's so much time left, but no, it went to the end. That was it. That's what I was thinking too. I was thinking, oh, like like I mean, I know this is like the main event, but they're not gonna go they're not gonna go thirty, you know. <laughs> like um but anyway, it looks, it looks like, a, according to Cage Match, it was 22 minutes. But uh, still. That's a Good lot. one, long one. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, this is a Collision show, and we cover Collision. So uh, I would like to thank everyone for listening. And uh, we will be back uh, Thursday for the Go Home show uh, on the road to All In. We'll be joined by our great friend Justin Shapiro. Uh, and uh, and then after that, we'll be back Sunday uh, evening, I guess, afternoon slash evening with your uh, all-in recap show, because uh, we're all going to watch it together. Hell yeah. Very, very exciting week coming up here at the, uh, the Elite Beat, so make sure to look out for all that. And for Jenny and Megan, I'm Andy. Thanks for listening. Elite Beat, Elite Beat, Elite Beat, Elite Beat, Elite Beat.